As you know, I love to monetize everything, especially the activities that I enjoy because that is the perfect excuse to keep doing more of the same. And sometimes the way to make money is not directly. For example, if I want to have sex, I'm not going to charge for sex, even though it will be beautiful <laughs> if someone will pay me for sex. But I'm not going to charge for the activity, but I can have sex with a person that have a good conversation. And then I have insights for future podcasts. If I'm going to the gym, nobody's going to pay me for doing the exercise, but I can go to different locations and now I can gather more customers. I can have new potential people wanting to buy my stuff. And what about curiosity? We all have curiosity. And if you don't have curiosity, you are fucked. But there's a high chance that if you are following this podcast, you have some kind of curiosity. If that weren't the case, you were, you will be scrolling your fucking TikToks or Instagram. But if you are here on a podcast, it means that you have some kind of curiosity. And that is an asset. Not all the people have that. You can translate that into money. And I'm going to help you to, I'm going to show you some path that you can follow to accomplish this goal. I can tell you that when I started, when I started my supplements um, industry, I was not expert, I was enthusiastic. And that will be the first tip that I can give you. Whenever you start talking about something, don't tell that you are a guru, just say that you are exploring. Let me, let me share with you this new information. And by doing that, people will like your content because first, they will understand that you are not trying to show off yourself. And second, people like to learn with other peers, with people that are more or less in their same level. That's why if you check my YouTube channel, many times I say, let's explore together because that's the best way to share information by exploring topics. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to give you many options. For example, some options will apply if you want to create online content. And if you are lazy for online content, I will give you some ideas to monetize your curiosity just by buying products. I will share that with you later. But before, um, thanks to the sponsor, as always, inglesparacholos.com. If you want to receive the wisdom directly from me, you can go to the website. And also, if you want to buy the audiobook, La Eyaculación Eterna, o Cómo Dejar de Ser Una Putita, you can send me a WhatsApp to más 51 I got the idea from, for this podcast because I was listening the Side Hustle Show. It's a podcast. It's also a bald guy, un pelado, also the guy who, the host of the podcast. And he interviewed a man that is the owner of the biggest vertical farming podcast in the world. Imagine, it's so fucking niche. It's the biggest vertical farming podcast. Uh, as you know, vertical farming is um, cuando ponen las plantas una debajo de otra, ¿no? Vertical. And um, when he started, he was not a farmer and he didn't know shit about uh, vertical farming. He started by documenting his theme. And the thing that called my attention is that he got a sponsor before starting his podcast. And how he achieved his goal? He started to text all the companies that sell products for vertical farming. And he pitched the idea of having a podcast with the exclusive rights for them and he will sell seasons. Each season will be uh, three months. Three months will be each season. And he sold the season for $9,000, imagine. Before having a podcast, pitching the idea of a sponsorship for $9,000 to companies. And the question is how he decide who could be the potential uh, sponsor of his podcast. He started to type a uh, vertical farming on Google and check which companies were spending money on ads and also which companies were spending money on other websites, banners. 
and they and he started to send emails to these companies. Why I'm mentioning this to you? Because you can do the same. If you want to, if you have curiosity about something, you can start creating content. Could be a podcast, could be a blog, could be any kind, even pictures. And you can text companies or even small business owners who are not producing content and tell you can have the exclusive rights for my podcast or for my blog for three or four months for this amount of money. You are getting multiple objectives at the same time. You are monetizing your curiosity. Also, when you get the first sponsor, that is going to be a nice presentation card for getting more sponsors. And also that will give you more credibility. So you don't only get the money, also you get the credibility. Something extra. This guy was talking that while most of the influencers, usually they want to mention the sponsor fast. You know, this is a sponsor and that's it. No, he will mention the sponsor many times, like me with Inglés Paracholos. You know, <laughs> I mention Inglés Paracholos even in the sopa, in la sopa. He, he does the same. Always mentioning all the time the sponsors and creating stories around the sponsors. And I'm going to go deeper on that. Now, interesting enough is if you cannot find sponsors, you can, you can work with affiliate marketing. And for example, if you want to sell my program of English Paracholos, I can give a cut, a profit, with if you sell my program of English Paracholos, only if you create an English podcast like this. But you can be sure that many business owners don't have time to do everything. So if you can help them with creating some content around something that you already enjoy, around something that you already you are curious about that, you can be sure that they are willing to pay you the money for that. I mentioned something that uh, you can find sponsors, you can work with affiliate marketing, you can design your own product or service that that will be beautiful. But let's say that you are you are shy. You don't want to pitch. You don't want to sell anything. You know what is the simple thing that you can do to start is collect emails or add people to your WhatsApp channel. That email list or that WhatsApp channel is an asset because you are getting the attention there. And that attention is, is algorithm free, es libre de algoritmo. So just to give you an idea, let's go for a second way to monetize your curiosity. And I will highly suggest you to go and check this YouTube channel, Jake Tran, Jake Tran. This guy, Jake Tran, he is the gold, he's the best by monetizing YouTube videos. I'm sure that he beats uh, even Mr. Beast in the amount of money that he made per video. And you know why? Because first, he doesn't invest that much creating the video. He, he may invest money, but not as Mr. Beast money. But the way that he monetizes is obscene. He first finds the sponsor and he creates the story around the sponsor. This guy, Jake Tran, he, he does videos about uh, conspiracy theories. And he talked about, the, for example, uh, the last time he was talking about how toothpaste, la pasta dental, was destroying your tooth. And suddenly he has a product that helps you to preserve your tooth. And who was the person who was selling that? A company that is that that he has a, a partnership with. So that's something that you can do also. If you like something, find which companies match in that category, and you can partner with that company and make content for them and have a cut, a profit with the things that you are selling for them. That will be another way. So that is the only two examples that I want to cover in uh, content because I understand not everybody wants to do content. But what about buying? Everybody loves to buy things, right? I'm going to show three ways that you can monetize your buy it, uh, your your love for buying stuff. 
it's, it's, it's interesting because even buying can be profitable if you know how to do it. Let me share with you, I, I mentioned this yesterday, but yesterday I received my first, um, my first products from Amazon. I bought three shorts and I, here I want to share something because that this is the, the tip within the tip. Why I bought shorts from Amazon? Because here in Peru we have plenty of shorts, but all the shorts here in Peru are putty shorts, slat shorts. What is a putty short? It's a micro short that goes above the knee and that is exposing all your leg. I don't know why in Peru now, I believe it's not just in Peru, but it's kind of the trend. It's the, the homosexual trend. Like now all the shorts are small. Like you need to expose all your leg. And if you are like me and you are so fucking white, you are like bone paper white, it's embarrassing to have a small shorts. You look like a kid. So I was looking for basketball shorts, shorts that goes below the knee. And it's something that, you know, gives me a little bit more of, uh, I don't know, I, I feel, I'm 35, so I cannot be wearing like tiny shorts. That that's, looks bad, you know, for, for an old guy. So I was checking and there were no basketball shorts. And the ones that were in Mercado Libre, the price was 130 soles, 130 soles for that. So I was like, no, that's too much for just a short. I went to Amazon and I found them in uh, $15, $15 per unit. And I was like, okay, let's give it a try. In my mind, I was like, maybe I'm going to just buy this and this will never arrive or will arrive by January. The product arrived five days after I did the purchase. And that is not all the, the story. The story is that in the same way that I bought these shorts because I couldn't find good shorts in the local market, I have a friend from South Africa and she told me the same experience, but not with shorts, but in general with clothes. In South Africa, for example, most of the people are niggas, are black. So the colors are designed for black people. She wanted something for her that she, she is white. And she have to buy also from other countries, from Amazon, from Shane, from, I forgot the name of the other company, from Wish, because she cannot find good colors for her. Um, what can be checked here? This is, you know, I, I'm going like in a parallel topic here, but you will find the, the, the reason why. What is happening is that in the same way, and this is a trend for the people who want to monetize this trend, in the same way that people are consuming content each time more from other countries, before people only, for example, if you were from Peru, you only consume Peruvian content. Now people are consuming content from other countries. And for the moment, it's happening that it's basically the same language, that is Spanish. But each time they are realizing that it's better to do it in English. Okay, that is one part. But the second part is that the consumption, the, the buying of goods, the, the bienes, the productos, also is increasing from the desire to buy from other countries the things that you don't have in your countries. So the competition now is global. The competition for products and the competition for services is global. And that's why we need to take advantage of this um, trend. But where I'm trying to go with all these things <laughs> is that I bought three shorts. I bought three shorts. Each one cost me $15 and I offered one of them in, in $32. So let's say $17 in profit, $17 in profit. And I sold, I sold one of them. The other two, I will, I will keep them. So $17 in profit just by buying and selling. That is an arbitrage. Why? Because I found something that is not in the market, something that has a potential to be sold. And even if I cannot sell the short, I will keep it with me because it was my same size. So 
that is a good tip. Always find things that are easy to sell, and if you cannot sell them, you can keep the, the, uh, the thing with you. Especially these days that we have inflation, selling is so easy because you buy it in one price and you can be sure that the next month or in two months, the price will be higher. And something extra, as I mentioned, next month is December. December is the month that people go nuts. Everybody wants to buy things. The money for them is like, like fire in their hand. They cannot hold money. They need to spend it. So take advantage of that. Start buying things since now so you can profit from that on December. What I share with you is a little case of me selling clothes, a piece of, of clothing. But that is nothing in comparison of what my friend Pancho does. My friend Pancho, he does that but with cars. And you know what he does? He buys fancy cars, but I'm talking about, you know, expensive Jeeps, expensive Porsche, uh, BMWs, Audis. And he drives the cars for free for one year and then he sells the car. And here's something that if you are good in cars, and I'm giving you this case of cars, but you can look different examples. But if you are good with cars, if you have time, taste, and some selling skills, you can make money. You know why? Because these fancy cars that I mentioned, uh, even my Seat, I remember my Seat Cupra, people who buy these cars first, they don't have time. When they buy brand new, cuando los compran nuevos, when they buy brand new the car, they just go and buy the car because they cannot waste time searching too much. So they buy fast. And when they sell, they want to sell fast because they don't have that much time. I can tell you, my Jetta Haley, I sold it in $14,700. It cost me $27,000 and it only had like 17,000 kilometers. When I sold my Seat Cupra, I sold it in $27,000 and it cost me $32,000. Um, what, what am I trying to share with you is that when people sell these cars, they discount a lot the price. And interesting enough is that people who buy these cars in the secondary market or, or, or use, que los compran usados, people who buy these used cars also don't have time. Imagine a person who spent $27,000, they don't have much time to be searching all the time in the market. So if you have time, taste, and you know how to sell, you can buy cheap from someone that wants to sell fast and you can sell expensive to someone that wants to buy fast. Not only that, is that my friend Pancho, uh, he's reliable. So if he's selling a car, you can be sure that he already did all the inspection. He took the car to the factory, to the Audi or to the BMW to check that everything is perfect. So what he does is he drives the car for free and he makes sometimes like $3,000 or $4,000 extra when he sells. So he's being paid for using fancy cars. So all the time you see him with a different car. I have seen him with, with expensive BMWs, with Mercedes, with a huge, huge Jeep. Um, it's so fucking cool. But of course, that is his strange. I'm not going to mess with that because that's not my strange. Always play the game that you can win. And also, it's good to learn from these people. When I was trying to sell my Seat Cupra, because I had the problem first with my Jetta. When I was trying to sell my Jetta, a lot of people wanted to go to the house. Hey, I want to do a test drive, a test drive. No, <laughs> this is not like the, this is not La Volvain, so you can be doing test drive. You want to sell it to a person that really want to buy. So I asked my friend Pancho, hey, Pancho, how do you do to sell your cars without the problem of the test drive? And he told me, no, it's simple. Just, you know, 
tell the people to go to La Molina, to the last tranquera, where they don't find buses, so they have to go with their own car. So if they go till that point, that means that they are interested in the car. In my case, I live in aviación, so anybody can just take a train, se bajan del tren, and they want to do the test drive. That gave me an insight. What was the insight? I was telling the people, if you want to buy the SEAT, first come with your mechanic. Because if you are honest about buying, or if you really want to buy, come with your mechanic. And just by doing that, I filtered a lot of people, and the first person who came for the car bought the car. So it's good to learn from the people that know how to sell. Let's go to the next one. So far, I have shared with you three, two ways. One is the you can profit from your from making content from other companies or other uh, solopreneurs. You can profit by buying things that you are curious about. And also this thing I didn't mention, but this thing of buying things also uh, can work if you are traveling. If you are going from one point to the other, let's say that you are going to a small city in Peru, you can buy things that are from that place and sell them here in Lima. And then if people buy them, you can start bringing more. So always try to make your curiosity, your hobbies, your passion, something profitable. What about topic curiosity? Sometimes we are obsessed with something. Uh, I was obsessed with, um, uh, well, I'm still obsessed with Bitcoin. Now I'm obsessed with um, digital wallets. Why digital wallets? Because as you can tell, we are having customers from all around the world. So what is the best way, the most efficient way to collect the money? So far I was using PayPal, but PayPal, they penetrate me <laughs> in commissions. They penetrate you when you receive the money and they penetrate you when you want to take out the money. So I'm checking different ways. An interesting one that I found is by using uh, Amazon gift cards, but I'm going to expand that in a, in a later episode. But when you are interested in a topic, you can create courses or you can help other people that need that information. You can ask this, per this question, who needs the most this information? And the other is, who hates what I love doing? If you love doing research about something, who hates doing research about that so you can sell the information to them in a digestible way? For example, in my case, if I love doing podcasts, who hates doing podcasts? Maybe this podcast can help their company. So always ask that. The thing that you love, who is willing to pay for it? And the last but not least, with this we will, we will wrap the, the, the podcast. But at the end, I have like a bonus. I'm listening a PBD interview and I have something interesting to share with you. But before that, um, the last thing well, that I want to share here is that you can monetize your curiosity, your wisdom, your wisdom, curiosity, la sabiduría. People ask me, how, why do I cover different topics? Because I'm curious about almost everything. And the question that people ask me is like, how do you handle to keep your followers? Because if you talk about everything, it's like not everybody is for all the topics. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes people like the way that you deliver the message. There is a guy that he talks about Bitcoin that I don't follow him because I want to listen about Bitcoin every day. But I follow him because I like his energy. And I know that if I learn from his energy, if I learn from his storytelling skill or ability, I can transfer this to this podcast. So that's why you can also monetize your wisdom, curiosity, talking about things that happen to you, exploring situations, mistakes that happen to your friends is going to allow you to create a community. And later that community, if they like your content and they like you, is going to be willing to buy your things. 
Let's wrap this podcast with this quote from PVD, Patrick Beck David. I just listened to this podcast before coming to the office. And it's, you need to choose carefully your enemies. Why? Because there are enemies that last for one day and enemies that last for your whole life. Not only that, a person without a clear enemy become its own enemy. And this was the part that blew my mind. Is if you check when countries have a fight with other country, un país contra otro país, the country is united because they are fighting with other country. When a family is fighting with a neighbor, the family is united because the enemy is the neighbor. We always need an enemy. And I, I think I'm going to expand on this topic uh, tomorrow or these days. But when we don't have an enemy, we become our own enemy. We start having voices inside us. No, you are a piece of crap. You, you are not worth it. You, you, are, you are trash. Because we don't have an enemy. We, in the same way that, and this is my theory, in the same way, in the same way that we need to follow God, some type of God, un tipo de Dios. I mean, I realize people who don't believe, people who don't believe in God, they create their own God. Their own God could be drugs, could be pornography. So everybody have some kind of God and everybody have some kind of enemy. It's better to select. Uh, how can you select an enemy? That will be a podcast for other day, but I believe has to be an enemy that motivates you to do more. Uh, this is a, let me let me <laughs> craft better this podcast, but I wanted to share this information with you in advance. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Google Podcasts and Spotify. And if you want to work directly with me, go to my WhatsApp, más 51 98 90 23 986.